Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Don't Be So Dramatic. My name is Rachel and this is the podcast where I talk to different people in the entertainment industry to discover what their job involves and how they got there. So we're back to a short rambles episode this week. I really enjoy recording these episodes. I hope you enjoy listening to them. I think it's a really good opportunity to like just talk about one specific topic that I think or hope maybe that some people can relate to. Um, So as you've seen by the title this week, I really want to talk about limiting beliefs. Um, I feel like this is a really kind of prevalent issue uh, in the industry at the moment, it, it, from my perspective, I definitely have been dealing with some limiting beliefs of my own lately, and I've definitely seen limiting beliefs in other people, and it makes me go, oh my God, like I feel like you are such an amazing person, but I feel like you don't think that, um, and such an amazing creative as well. So I want to talk about limiting beliefs. What are they? why they aren't helpful, how you can get rid of them, that sort of thing. And I'll be speaking a lot from my own experience as well. I've done a lot of work um, personally on limiting beliefs in every area of my life. And so I'll try to kind of give examples which are like broader, not just about the entertainment industry kind of examples as to why I think this is a really, really important practice to do And I think it's really important, especially for your creative career, whether, you know, you're an actor or not, to really face these beliefs that you have about yourself and about your career and how it can further your career to get rid of them. So I want to start off by reading what limiting beliefs are. I've Googled this. I'm going to read it off the internet because I think that this kind of sums it up better than I could kind of sum it up. A limiting belief is a state of mind or belief about yourself that restricts you in some way. So what a limiting belief is and what I've experienced, there we go, I was just trying to lock my phone. Um, What I've kind of experienced with limiting beliefs is that they're beliefs that usually come from somewhere, whether it's um, it come it kind of develops from something that someone has told you about yourself or about your work or it's come from you had a certain experience and from that experience you have developed this kind of absolute belief that blank is true about you or about your reality. Now why they're not helpful is because they're usually not true (laughs) or they're not true for the best version of yourself. So why limiting beliefs and what the meaning, uh, what the definition said on the internet, why they're restrictive is because when you're believing X, Y, or Z about yourself, you're actually limiting your potential because you're giving out the energy or you're bringing that belief into a room and unconsciously telling people, hey, I don't believe that I'm good enough but I'm going to do this audition anyways. Or I don't believe that I'm worthy to be here on this date with you, but I'm here and, you know, that's that. I think like how many times, like I I like talking about limiting beliefs in terms of like dating and stuff like that. And that doesn't mean that everyone has to be dating or want to date or want to be in a relationship. But I think it's like a, a um, it's an easy way of explaining it. Like if you're on a date with someone, 
you don't want to be on a date with someone who's like, oh, I think I'm ugly, you know, and it feels like they're looking for you to tell them otherwise and be like, no, you're not ugly. You're beautiful. And that's fine as a once off because we can all believe that about ourselves. We can all be like, you know what? I feel ugly today and that is totally fine. But when you have this actual belief that you are ugly or the person that you're on a date with has this belief that they are ugly, it can, it's just so tiring because you're like, why do you believe this? You are not like, where has this come from? It's like, this is so bizarre. You're so limiting yourself from having such an amazing dating life, from having such an amazing life because you're shitting on yourself essentially. And it's the same with like, um, you know, in acting, walking into an audition room and being like, wow, I don't believe that the choice of clothes that I'm wearing today is going to get me this role. And so you walk into that room subconsciously thinking, oh, what? why did I choose this shirt? Like, I'm not going to get this role. And people feel that. The casting director will literally feel that from you being like, oh, well, they don't think that they can get this role. So why should I give it to them? I think limiting beliefs have the mentality that you think something and you're like, oh, but prove me wrong world. And when the world proves you right, when you don't book that role, you see, I was right. My limiting belief was right. And, it, and that's why it is so restrictive and so damaging to your career and to yourself in general. I can speak from experience, like, I think I'm trying to remember back to when I started doing this work. And I think it was like, maybe about four or five years ago, I really started to like, look at the limiting beliefs that I had about myself. You know, I was someone who I didn't think that I was a nice person. I thought that I was broken, that I was a very broken person um, from certain traumas that I had experienced. I would literally look in the mirror, look into my own eyes and be like, you are so broken. And that's really fucked up. (laughs) But I have moved past that, obviously. Um, I thought that, you know, um, I didn't deserve um, a really healthy relationship I thought that I would only be cast as like the bitchy girl because that's how I felt. That's how I thought the world perceived me. And so I was like, I'm not going to get any other roles because that's all I'm good at. Um, Yeah, I thought that like, I just, I thought that I wasn't essentially going to quote unquote make it as an actor because I didn't feel good enough. Um... And you can imagine like all of those limiting beliefs that I had about myself were really debilitating and they didn't make my life any better. They actually made my life a hell of a lot worse. They made me feel shit about, you know, all kind of aspects of my life. Um, And so when I started kind of looking at the limiting beliefs that I had and went, okay, well, why do I think that I'm not a nice person? And unpacking that was really interesting because it's like, you know, I was acting from a place of trauma and from a place of hurt because of all of these experiences that I had. So you go, of course, Rachel, of course you felt that way because you'd had all of these experiences that were kind of, you know, telling you um, one thing. And so in order to like let go of a limiting belief, you actually have to look at, okay, well, 
it's not that I'm not a nice person. It's just that I've got all these walls up because I've been so hurt by people before. And so I, I switched my thinking to know I am a nice person and people want to be around me and I want to make a difference in the world and I want to be kind to people and I want to make people's day and I want to say something to them that goes, wow, my day has been made because you were kind to me. And so I started doing that and what I found was that people were like, oh, Rachel's so lovely. Rachel's such a nice person. My world completely shifted. I felt like a nice person. I know that's like a really trivial example of like being nice or being kind as a person, but I haven't planned this episode. So we're just going with whatever pops into my head. Another one that I thought about myself was like, um, I didn't think that I, I did, I thought that being an actor was really hard. And I didn't think that I could get in the room with lots of different like important people in the industry. And when I looked at that belief, I was like, why do I think that? You know, I I know people who are in the positions that I wanna be. And so why, like what makes me different to them? And it was really looking at, you know, my self-worth. How much do I think I'm worth? And building up to, no, I I think that I'm worth the same amount as those people. Funnily enough, like the way that when I shifted that belief of like, I can't get into the room with really important people. I can't have relationships, like working relationships with, you know, people that I look up to. Suddenly I was like, I'm going to start a podcast and I didn't know where that was going to lead. And then suddenly I'm sitting down with people that I really admire and that I'm like, oh my God, like I can't believe I had an hour long conversation with this person. Like that never would happen otherwise if it wasn't for the podcast. And with, you know, with the podcast, I feel like limiting beliefs are allowed to fluctuate. And I feel like for me, they do definitely fluctuate. I feel like I kind of like rid myself of one. And then slowly, if I'm like having a stressful time, it can kind of creep back in. And with the podcast, that definitely happens. Um, Like, sometimes I get into this headspace of like, oh my God, we need to book in more guests. Oh my God, it's so hard to book in guests. It's so hard to get good guests. You know, oh, like what happens if I don't book them in and then I don't have episodes, blah, blah, blah. And then I generally just get really exhausted from thinking that way because limiting beliefs are exhausting. They're so draining because they're so negative and they're just not true. And as soon as I get really tired and I'm like, Rachel, stop thinking that way. It doesn't matter. Like, you know, if you don't get guests booked in, then you get to have a break and that's great. I kid you not. And this literally happened a few weeks ago. As soon as I shift that limiting belief to like, I'll book in as many guests as I need to and it's fine. And, you know, guests come and go and it's all good. I literally get so many emails, so many messages in my inbox being like, hey, I've got this person, like people's PR managers. Like as soon as I shift that belief, people's PR managers are like hounding me, being like, hey, I've got this person. Hey, I've got that person. Like you should book them in for this, this and that reason. And I love that. That is so amazing because it makes my job so much easier. Um, and yeah, we'll reach out to people and they'll be like, yeah, of course I want to be on your podcast and people that, you know, we've messaged previously and they haven't replied. As soon as I shift that limiting belief 
and then we chase them up. They're an immediate yes. It's like the world around you is responding to your thoughts. So when you have these limiting beliefs that are in your brain, that's what the world is going to show you and that's what you're going to focus on. When you shift those and you can think positively about yourself, about the world, that is what you're going to see. And I know that you can, you know, argue with me about that until the cows come home being like, well, Rachel, there's still war and Rachel, there's still death and Rachel, there's still this and that. But there's also on top of that really beautiful things about life and really beautiful things about our industry. One really common limiting belief that I hear actors say all the time is that, oh, I only got cast in this because I knew this person because I knew the director, because I knew one of the producers. And that's the only reason why I got cast in this short film, in this film, in this whatever. And you don't view that as a success. And when you don't view that opportunity as a success, that's all you're going to see. You're always going to be like, well, the only things that I get cast in is if I know someone in, you know, in a powerful in a powerful position that's in the crew. And it's just so, like, that is so bizarre to me. I was actually watching a video about Seth Rogen talking about his iconic roles the other day. And he, this is a really good example of um, why that, that belief is just crazy, is that he was talking about how, Essentially, when he makes his movies, he just approaches like people that he's friends with, people that he's, you know, worked with before and has become really good friends with. And, you know, when they're making a movie, they're always just like giving the script to their friends to be like, hey, do you want to be in this? So essentially, if you know the director of a film and they're like, hey, do you want to be in this? You are getting the same opportunities that, that like that is the same opportunity in terms of like the exchange that's happening as A-list actors. It doesn't matter that you didn't go through a long casting process. And what I think it is, is I think when we go through a long casting process and then we like win the role, we feel like it's like, you know, we've run the marathon and we've come first. When that's, you know, there's so many different ways in which you can get cast that it doesn't make any of the ways less valuable and less valued, you know, just because it wasn't through a casting director, just because you had to do five auditions in order to book the role. It doesn't mean that you're then like, oh, good, I'm a successful actor because out of all of those five auditions, I was still the one that they wanted, as opposed to a director just approaching you and being like, hey, do you want to be in my film? You know, it's really weird. I think that like we value different opportunities in different ways and I don't think that we should because that's essentially like a self-inflicted value. I want to give some more examples of like, you know, where this has kind of happened in my life because I know that with limiting beliefs, you can kind of go, well, like that that's just my reality and that's how things are for me. And to that I say, no, I don't think it is. I think that you believe one thing about yourself and I challenge you to change that belief and to actually genuinely believe in that in the positive spin on that belief and I want to see what happens for you. 
I know I've told I've now briefly told this story um, on the podcast, but essentially, I think it was like two years ago, maybe two and a half. I don't know. Um, I parted ways with my agent, not because I had a new agent that I was, um, you know, signing with. It was just that I was very unhappy with the agent that I was signed with. And I just, in my gut, I was like, this is just stressing me out more than it's bringing me joy. And I knew that I wanted to sign with someone different anyway. So I was like, why am I holding off when I'm not even getting opportunities through this other agent? I just kind of want to like clear my space and open up space for a new agent to come in. Now, a year and a half went by. And in that year and a half, I was emailing agents, you know, reaching out, redoing my showreel. I think I redid my headshots as well. And I was getting all no's. And from getting all of those no's, of course, I went, I don't think that I deserve an agent. I don't think that I deserve the agent that I want, or I don't think that I deserve an agent that's of this tier. And it was a really crippling belief because I was emailing these agents thinking, oh, but I don't think they're going to say yes. I like, you know, every other person has said no. So why would this person say yes? And then it took me, I was doing an online course with Simon Williams and with Steph Pringle. So Simon is a performance mindset coach. I don't think that that's his actual title, but that's <laughs> what I'm going to call him because that's what he is. He helps um, actors and athletes with their mindset um, in order to achieve their goals. And obviously Steph Pringle is a casting director from Chicken and Chips. And so we were doing like the mindset stuff, stuff with Simon and we were doing acting stuff with Steph. And we had to set a goal for like six weeks. Like what was our goal going to be for that six week period we were doing the course? And I went, you know what? I'll just set the goal that I want to get an agent in this six weeks. That's my goal. That's what mentally I'm working towards. And so we started doing um, stuff with Simon on like, you know, what is blocking us from this goal? And I worked out, oh, okay, it's my mindset and this limiting belief that's blocking me from this goal. And through the course, I was looking at, you know, the actors that I'm doing the course with who all had agents, who were all signed to agents. And I went, oh my God, if these people have an agent, I deserve to have an agent too because we're all in this together. We're all doing this course. I deserve to have an agent. And I kid you not, three weeks into this course, when I have worked on my mindset and I had changed my belief to, I do deserve a really good agent. I deserve to have an agent because I'm good enough. That's how I, that's what I changed my mindset to. Even though I wasn't seeing any outer results, I was just believing that inwardly. Three weeks into the course, I got an email from an agent who I had emailed two months before the course started. And that agent reached out to me and said, hey, I am so sorry. I have just gotten to your email. I would love to give you a call to talk about, you know, who you are, who this agency is and if we're a good fit. A year and a half of having like radio sons, of having no's, as soon as I changed my belief, someone who I didn't even like, who, who I'd emailed so long ago reached out. It's crazy how quickly 
the like this work on limiting beliefs can shift your reality. And maybe you go, oh, but Rachel, that's because, you know, you've got a podcast or Rachel, that's because you're a good actor or X, Y, Z. You you can argue all of the negative points, but I'm telling you, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter what opportunities you've got or what your reality is. As soon as you shift those limiting beliefs to positive beliefs, as soon as you let go of everything that is holding you back, you open up yourself to all of this possibility that is literally just waiting. The possibilities are waiting to be had. (laughs) I don't think that makes sense, but that's fine. I think, you know, we as actors, we look at other actors and we go, oh, that actor has such, you know, an amazing opportunity or, you know, that actor has that because they knew X, Y or Z person in the industry. Oh, like, look at all of these successful actors. That could never be me. Why can't it be you? Because it has to be someone. That successful status, that successful, you know, whatever you deem as successful, that's it, that career success has to happen to someone why can't it happen to you and I think if you ask yourself that question why can't it happen to you just note kind of what comes up what are the excuses that you give yourself because I think you know if you've lived in the reality for so long of well it couldn't be me well it hasn't happened yet so it can't be me for like a period of time, a week, a month, whatever, live in the belief of, well, I'm good enough, so why can't it be me? It can be me. And I think like your energy just shifts into so much of a more positive, less exhausting energy. It's so much more fruitful and so much more rewarding and enjoyable to live life with a positive outlook. I think we could literally like list limiting beliefs that actors feel um, all day. (laughs) I think it really comes down to some core ones, which is, you know, am I worthy or am I enough? And I think it's really easy in our industry to not believe those things because of something that someone has said to us. Something, someone that we believe is, you know, in a higher position or someone that we put on a pedestal that has said to us, you know, you're not good or, you know, I just can't market you because of your face. <laughs> I can't market you because of your talent. You know, oh, I just don't think you're going to make it. Of course, like it's so understandable that we have these beliefs because I think we can all think of experiences that we've had that are similar to those things. And it's okay to have limiting beliefs. We're always going to have them, but I think it's doing the work to move through them and to clear them from our minds and our bodies, which is the most important. Because if you can walk into a room, if you can walk into a situation thinking, I am worthy and I am enough and I do deserve to be here. It's like everyone wants to work with that person You know, everyone wants to be around someone who is so confident and so grounded in who they are. It inspires everyone else around them to be the same. It's like, yeah, I want to work with that person. They're awesome. Like they're standing in their own power and we love that. Wendy Braun, 
um, which is spelled B-R-A-U-N, does some really great work as an acting coach on all of these like limiting beliefs as actors. She's like geared a mindset course purely towards actors. And that was actually, I did a, her free course when I was first starting out with this work. And she has these meditations that you can do, which she talks you through like releasing these limiting beliefs. That was the thing that really made me go down the rabbit hole on all of this because I believe, like, I think that sometimes we just have no idea that we don't think that we're enough. Sometimes we're just not aware that our self-worth is so low, you know. I've been, I, you know, I, I can think of so many situations that I've been in where someone has been like, mm, I don't think you're good enough or, you know, I've been in an acting session, uh, I've been in like a class or a coaching session and they're like, "Mm, I don't think your choice was good. And that's okay because I think when you realise that everyone is kind of just giving their opinion based on all of their past life experience, which is probably like someone probably said to them, you know, I don't think that's good enough. I don't think that your choice was good. And they went, oh, I think that that's the best way to coach someone. And it's not. You know, kind of viewing everyone on a level playing field and seeing that whatever someone says to you is always coming from their own self-worth, their own hurts, their own traumas, and that doesn't have to mean anything to you. I think what you believe about yourself is the most important. It's like, you know, when there's a movie about like a hero or something, like, you know, the hero is downtrodden and they have to... They have to put everyone else's opinions aside, being like, no, I think I am going to save the world. It's never like everyone believes like, oh, yeah, you can do it. It's always like, huh, this guy thinks that he's going to save the world. Okay. And, you know, it's that self-belief that the hero has in the story, the self-belief that like, no, I am going to stand up for myself. I am good enough. I am capable enough, which is why these stories work because we go, yeah, we love an underdog story. We love someone who's had a hard life and goes, no, I'm not going to let that define me. I'm going to move forward and do the thing that I want to do because I believe that I'm good enough. Those stories are so attractive because they're so positive. So why can't your story be like that too? I think I'm going to leave it there. I've talked a lot, but I could talk so much more on limiting beliefs. I kind of want to get someone on to talk about this, um, like a coach to come and talk about this because I think I, you know, I can talk about it from my experience, but this stuff goes so much deeper. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope this helps you in some small way. Um, I really appreciate you guys listening. Let me know if this was helpful for you. I love hearing from you guys. Um, Thank you again for your support and we'll talk to you soon.